Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Friends, within the current canon of Scripture, there are only two Psalms that are attributed to King Solomon. One of them is Psalm 72, and the other is Psalm 127, which we're about to read in this segment. Now, there is an extra biblical group of Psalms, 18 Psalms, that are attributed to Solomon, and some of them have some similarities to other unattributed Psalms. So indeed, he may have written some of the ones that no author is, um, is given in the prefix. But for Psalm 127, his name is in the prefix. It is once again a song of ascents, and it says, of Solomon. So Solomon wrote this particular one. It was part of the collection that was gathered together, um, we believe, for the pilgrims approaching Jerusalem during the, the annual pilgrimage feasts, Passover, Pentecost, and Tabernacles. But the reason that Solomon wrote this may not have been for the pilgrimage feast per se, for that collection. So within this psalm, you're going to hear reference to uh, the Lord building the house. And at the time of Solomon's life, of course, the temple was being built and had been built. And so the idea of the Lord building his house is probably in view as Solomon penned this, this brief psalm. So listen carefully to Psalm 127. A song of ascents of Solomon. Unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the guards stand watch in vain. In vain you rise early and stay up late, toiling for food to eat, for he grants sleep to those he loves. Children are a heritage from the Lord, offspring a reward from Him. Like arrows in the hands of a warrior are children born in one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. They will not be put to shame when they contend with their opponents in court. So it almost has a Proverbs-like feel to it. The psalm transitions to different thoughts. But it begins with the reference to building the house. Unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labor in vain. Now, of course, Solomon built many things. But what he's remembered most for building is the house of the Lord, the temple, uh, the temple in Jerusalem, the first major temple that was built. Before Solomon's temple, there were only tents. But Solomon built a magnificent building. And here he seems to be correctly, giving the credit to the construction of the house of God to the Lord. And so this could certainly be applied to the Lord's temple. Unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labor in vain. The workmen are working exercises of futility unless the Lord is in it. So this could be applied to the temple. It could also, for us as Christians, be applied to our local church. Unless the Lord builds the local church, the pastor and the deacons and elders and volunteers and staff all labor in vain. But if the Lord builds the church, then the church will be built. So you could apply this to your your local church, and um, I think it is applicable. But it's also applicable to you in your own life. Unless the Lord builds the house of your life, friends, your labors are in vain. 
Unless the Lord builds and you cooperate with what the Lord is building in your life, then your life won't have much fruit to show for your days on earth. But if we allow the Lord to build the house of our lives, then our lives will count for much in the light of eternity. If the Lord builds the house, our work is not useless. But if the Lord is not involved in what we're doing, then the way we spend our days could be just vanity, as Solomon has penned here. And then he he extends this thought of the Lord being involved in something to the Lord's protection. He says, unless the Lord watches over the city, the guards stand watch in vain. And so the Lord's protection is the critical element. Most of us are aware that a, a really motivated thief or assassin will get past, you know, standard um, security devices and features. But no one can get past the Lord. And so we need the Lord, uh, in addition to good police forces, in addition to good law enforcement of all kinds, we need the Lord to watch over us, to watch over our city, to watch over our state and our nation. Verse 2 seems to be a, a bit of a proverb inserted. In vain you rise early and stay up late, toiling for food to eat, for he grants sleep to those he loves. So in other words, um, the Lord's provision is there for those he loves. He allows them to rest because he makes up the difference. It's not, it's not all about our efforts. It's not all about our labor. And then he transitions to uh, several verses about children. Now, this particular psalm affected my life and my wife's life, and I'll explain that as we go forward. But verse 3, children are a heritage from the Lord, offspring are a reward from him. In other words, children are a blessing. Children uh, come from God. Children are a good thing. And so the way it affected me was this. When Mary and I were were having children, we had um, our first two children, and all of our friends were listening to the same sources that we were that said, you shouldn't have more than two children because children are expensive. You can only take care of two properly. Uh, you've got to take care of their medical needs. You've got to take care of their education. And then the financial commitment is so great that it would be irresponsible to have more than two children. And so we believe that after our first two children, even though we were Christians, uh, we stopped trying to have additional children. However, as we were meditating on the scriptures and as our relationship with the Lord was developing and our two younger children were growing, we came to this scripture. Children are a heritage from the Lord or children are a blessing from the Lord and offspring is a reward from him. And we said, is our culture correct or is the Bible correct? And from my wife and I, we had to come to the conclusion that the Bible is correct that the culture was incorrect, that children were not a burden, they were not a problem, they were not a a financial puzzle to solve. They were indeed a heritage or a blessing from the Lord. And if the Lord wanted to bless us with more children, we wanted to have more children. So we began to have children again. We had our our daughter, Rachel, and um, sadly, uh, we lost three other children trying to have more children in the process of trying to live in in agreement with the Lord's Word. But here's the point. In my experience, our children have been a blessing from the Lord. In my experience, our children have been a reward from God. Would that we could have accumulated greater blessings and rewards in the form of children. But we're really thankful for those we have. 
And so, friends, whoever you are, you're not an accident. You were a blessing from the Lord. And your parents may or may not have recognized that and received you as a blessing and a reward from God. But indeed, that's who you are. That's who you were. And that's who God intended you to be. Continuing with the psalm about children in verse 4. Like arrows in the hands of a warrior are children born in one's youth. I like that expression. And then it goes on with the like arrows analogy. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. Once again, this blessing of children are a blessing from the Lord. And then it has a a verse that's a little bit confusing. I want to read it in two versions. First from the NIV. They will not be put to shame when they contend with their opponents in court. Now, that's clearly talking about those who have a, a lot of children. They won't be put to shame when they contend with their opponents in court. The Passion Translation kind of expands on this and gives an amplified explanation of that verse. It says, happy will be the couple who has many of them. A house full of children will not bring shame on your name, but victory when you face your enemies. For your offspring will have influence and honor to prevail on your behalf. I like that. And so, God, I want to thank you for my children. I want to thank you for all of those people out there who felt unappreciated as children. Lord, you intended to bless their parents with them. No matter what the circumstances of their conception were, no matter what the circumstances that their their parents were living under, your desire was to bless. And so, Lord, I bless everyone within the sound of my voice as a child who was desired by God to be a blessing and who came to this world to be a reward from God. Lord, may they receive that. May each person receive that, and may each one walk in their destiny to be a blessing from God Almighty. We thank you, Lord, for the children that we have. We thank you, Lord, for the children that we lost to, and those are with you. We thank you, Lord, for those who are desiring children even now, and we ask that you would bless them with the ability to bear many children and the blessings that come with them. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.